Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to the weekly movie show with the boys Connor Hello. and Benny. Hello. Hey, what's up everybody? <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week. We have uh, a pretty cool show ahead. Some very, very big trailers dropped this week, including Spider-Man, Far From Home and Shazam. So we're going to get into those a bit later. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. And it's great to see your faces, boys. Thank Let's you. catch up on what everyone's been watching. Connor. Yep. I think you've listened wow. to a little bit of advice. Sorry, Benny. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of advice from us. And yeah. I've watched a so I've, I've show. Started watching, so it's kind of, it's a bit of a domino effect. So Ben started talking about Titans, uh, God, what, three, four, nine weeks ago, whatever it was. Mm, something like that. Nine and a half. Um, and has mm. been doing nothing but singing its praises for that entire time. Um, and about two weeks ago, George, you crumbled and, and you started watching <laughs> Titans. I'm assuming from episode one. Yeah, I finished it as well. <clears throat> crazy, crazy. In, in I order? I finished a show. Season of, yeah. And it was even longer than Hill House. That's two. Yeah, <laughs> that's you're working two. up. That's You've got like, 10 episodes that's to 11. Really that's impressive. two shows. Yeah. That's really impressive. <laughs> um, and so as soon as George finished and he was raving about it um, as much as Ben was, I was like, I should probably check this out. So I watched the first show of Titans just to kind of test the water, see if it's something that I enjoyed. Um, and fuck both of you because mm. I really do enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I'm, I'm adding another... Um, it was after I had just started rewatching a series so now I've got that stuck where I'm in like two series what at one series? time. So I'll give a quick, I love, I love the first episode. Um, everything oh, yeah. really works well. I can like, I, I don't understand why this isn't on more people's radars. Yeah. Um, that's three for three right now. We're going to get a review out as soon as we can. Yeah. Um, but probably take, next take, week, guys. take our recommendation just right now. We'll do this big spoiler discussion it's, and everything. So check it out for yourself. I think what people thought it was going to be was like the CW and it's fucking not, it's mm. nothing like it. It's like what the CW should have been. Mm. I feel like um, a lot of people's issue with this show and a lot of the reviews that I've seen out there currently are from DC fans and mm. they feel rubbed the wrong way because certain characters are a little bit different from how they're supposed to be supposed to be in inverted commas mm. and um, not coming at this with any baggage. I mean, I did watch teen Titans when I was younger, but you know, not a, not a favorite of mine, but coming at this with no baggage, it is so good. Mm. Yep. And now finishing the series, <clears throat> I've got to say, man, episodes nine, 10, 11, you're in for a treat Connor, because I was so impressed with, uh, some of the storytelling, character development, the ballsiness of where they go, and how they decide to do take where they, where they go with the story and the decisions they make. I'm like, you kept me on the edge of my seat. I did not know what to expect from episode to moment. It was absolutely fantastic, and. I love the way they. Um, actually, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, is this your review this, time or no, is this mine? It's been like, the best two weeks for me because last week I was so worried when you. I knew you'd probably seen some. I'm like, I was going to like it. And you're like, I like. I really liked half of yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I said I was coming, worried. I was yeah, no, worried about the rest come, of the show coming in this week. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, man. I hope he likes it as a whole because a bad ending can sink the whole thing. And liking yeah. the whole thing, that's cool because I really enjoyed the whole thing as well. So now you just have to. <laughs> you're, you're, this is like Toy Story. You got two. Just waiting on that third. I don't care what you think. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, knew you said it. I was walking into it. I was like, he's going to be an no, asshole. No, my ideal situation is me and George agreeing on something. Yeah, I, hate it. <laughs> so you can, I get it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, but the other show that I had started watching is with the release of the, um, and this is something that we should have actually talked about um the <laughs> season eight trailer for Game of Thrones. Ah. Um, they've uh, released the, the the full trailer for it. And um, mm. I didn't say that anyway. Did they? I'm pretty sure they did. 
Didn't we do that last week? Maybe we did do it last week. Never mind. I'm just off in my crazy little world. Um, <laughs> Carnerville. <laughs> I was like, that, that, that was the trailer that yeah sparked this. Anyways, um, I, I think my girlfriend made it up to season f- end of season five. Um, hasn't seen on from that. Um, I wanted a bit of a refresher, so we're starting from the beginning of season five. Um, and so I've just gotten. I had just gotten really into that when I had made the decision to jump onto Titans as well. Um, so. I'm halfway through season five of Game of Thrones. Uh, I also watched um, Split in preparation for uh, Glass. I made a conscious decision um, to not watch Unbreakable. I'm really pumped to talk about that in our review, guys. Yeah. So, and, and there's a so reason. It's up right yeah, now, actually. Very interesting Ooh. choice. The reason yes. that I did it very was because choice. I knew that both of you had seen Unbreakable. You'd be watching this as a trilogy. Mm. And I was kind of interested to see what it would be as, or can it give my opinions on it as a, a relatively direct follow-up from um, Split. I'm very the baggage of Unbreakable. You're your- a saint, man. You're just throwing yourself on the sword and... Fucked your own viewing of this movie. That's really interesting. Um, well, we'll get into it. I'm very, <laughs> very interested. Because, because, to be honest, I know... George, the, are you interested? I know the beats and... Uh, did I say and, I'm interested? Because <laughs> I, I, that's where I'm at right <laughs> now. Yes, uh, I know the beats and the the general story in Unbreakable, so I'm not entirely sure whether, you know, I'm, I'm you know, a clear winner for someone that's gone in clean. Mm. Um, but yeah. Anyways, I, I rewatched Split, um, and I, I was just kind of thrown by how fucking good james mcavoy is that Mm. dude is impressive as fuck Mm. um yeah just like i mean there's a lot of good things about that film like the cinematography and the filmmaking of it is really impressive um and and the the performances across the board are really good but yeah just james mcavoy's performance in that and and his ability to just um with subtle moves and mannerisms really um, define different characters. I mean, you could just tell who that personality was by the way he was walking. It's just, um, yeah, it was kind of almost a masterclass in mm. in acting. So, yeah, I wish that got. I think within within circles, uh, I I think that is heralded as a really great performance. But it's a shame that it didn't transcend past genre fans because mm. I, I I agree with you, man. Like, there's one part where he's sitting in the chair speaking with the psychologist, and he just makes this move and turns into another character, yeah. and you know, his shoulders, yeah, and you're of- in, and you're locked into that character, and it's like, fuck. It would have been well so done. easy as a director to say, okay, now put on your glasses because that character wears glasses when he changes yeah. into it. But you don't need it. Like, yeah, he just mm, changes his face seriously. a little bit. It's, it's awesome. One of the wildest things that I thought was that had happened is you're watching a character play a character that is playing a character at one point, and that was really wild. And you could, uh, like, maybe it's just because you know about it, but you could just kind of get the sensibility that, you know, this is, yeah, it was just a bit of an inception in terms of um, character playing. So, yeah, I, I reiterated how much I enjoy Split as a movie. Um, just independent of anything else. Yeah, completely agree. It's it's a really solid thriller to chuck on. Georgie boy, your your uh, yeah. I finished Titans list. and watched Glass. Review is up now, guys. Go check that out. Uh, nice, short and sweet. Like yeah, that. I really didn't do much else other than that. Nice. Um, there you go. Kept it pretty clean. Ben, um, we're uh, neck deep in Australian summer right now, so I've just been at the beach every day. I haven't watched a lot this week. Um, funnily enough, I did check out. And I think this might have been in time for last week, but I completely forgot about it somehow. I watched Triple um, X, The Return of Xander Cage. 
Wow. No. Yes, because uh, I, re- I remember. Yeah, I was gonna say, this, this is a movie that I would make. <laughs> well, I remember when this movie came out and everyone was kind of like a lot of bad movie fans were kind of raving about it as like this insane half intentional B movie or Z movie. Um, and I hadn't, I haven't seen either of the others and I just kind of wanted to check it out one night with a friend. And um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like terrible and weird and like half of it is like meant to be like that but the other half feels like it's actually trying to appeal to like whatever meathead is like a real hardcore vin diesel fan doesn't like it have fast and furious very strange really out there scale and they didn't have the budget to not uh, at all no oh, really like, okay. he, he like no i mean I yes know. i mean yes they don't have the budget for what they do in this film but they, they they go for a really big massive action movie budget but they're you know they're working with like 20 million or yeah, I don't know what the budget was. I, I think they actually do a pretty good okay. job of what may, they're may, trying to do. I don't know where, where that's. Sort of, there's only so realistic from. you can make skiing down a <laughs> forested mountain look or um, motorbiking <laughs> into the ocean on like skis. They're like motorbikes. It's so weird. It's very strange. It's it, But it's fun in a real dumb way. Um, and uh, Donnie Yen is legitimately fantastic, as always. Um, and I also checked out, um, thank you, God, thank you, DC, thank you, Netflix. I don't know who's really responsible for this, but Young Justice has returned for season three um, after being cancelled years ago, unceremoniously, after two seasons because they weren't selling enough toys. Um, and, Warner Brothers. Huh? Warner Brothers. <laughs> I've, I've, I've checked out the, the first three episodes of this, and it feels like they, they never stopped making it. Um, they've got all the creators back, all the all the cast it looks exactly the same. Um, Young Justice is one of my favorite shows out there. Um, it, you know, Titans before Titans came along. Uh, Teen <coughs> Titans after Teen Titans as well. I think it's, it's, I like it better than both of those. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so happy it's back. And they're releasing three episodes a week, which is just fucking brilliant. I, I will definitely dial this in purely on what you've done with uh, Titans, man. It is well done, bro. Thank you. You're, well you're done. on a 50 50 strike rate yeah. with me because. Uh, <laughs> um, I recommended Hill House. What are you talking about? Did you? No, oh. no. It's Teen Titans is what I'm I'm referring to. No, that's um, Teen Titans Go. All right. Yes, yeah. that's, that's a whole different thing. I don't watch that show. Young Justice is very different. No, I was saying you recommended the movie and I hated it. And then I don't think I recommended. it. I think I said I loved it. I think well, you can find audio well. of me saying it's probably not for everybody. Um, anyway, I'm so glad this show is back. Uh, it's a really great introduction to the DC, the greater DC universe, even cool. more so than Titans, because you know how Titans kind of hints at things. Very much so. Young Justice actually has all the Justice League in it and everything, and probably has my favorite portrayal of Batman, mm-hmm. played by Bruce Greenwood. Amazing. Okay. Mm. There you go. Well, yeah, I, I will definitely um, chuck that on this week because uh, I'm on a bit of a DC role right now, and... Yeah. Uh, I think I don't think the CW stuffs for me, but these other little pockets that exist, I'm like this. Yeah. This really hits my sensibilities quite nicely. I'll CW honest, stuff is definitely not for you. Almost, no. <laughs> almost as a joke, I went through like two seasons of, or maybe even three seasons of Green Arrow. Mm. Or is it just is it Green Arrow? Is Arrow. 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 Yeah. Don't do it. I literally watched 30 seconds of the opening episode and I was like, nah, that is not (laughs) Not today, motherfucker. That's not for me. Yeah, I've gotten through multiple seasons of Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, whatever else there is. My time is precious. I never watched Constantine. Mine isn't. And even I'm just like, even I can't keep up. They have have their strengths. Yeah. Yeah. But guys, we'll have our spoiler review for um, Titans up next week. Uh, there's a lot to discuss in here, and I might even try and watch it again. 
I, I am that. <laughs> I yeah. really, really uh, enjoyed wow. this. So oh, sorry cute. if I'm preempting my review. I'm actually more excited to talk about spoilers with this because mm. it handles a lot so of interesting things. Catch up. Let's just move on to so news. So let's talk into spoilers now. <laughs> we're jumping uh, into spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> now let's get into the news because, uh, you know, we've we got to get into that next phase of the episode, guys. So. Come on. That's true. true. Phase two initiated. Let's do it. Um, All right. Uh, The the big news this week, I guess. Uh, Jason Reitman is to co-write and direct a new Ghostbusters film in the original continuity. Um, Early word suggests that the main characters will be four teens, uh, two girls and two boys. I've heard around like the kind of 12-year-old age. Um, And supposedly all of the surviving members of the original cast will be showing up in this. I think Ernie Hudson dropped that. Um, a little uh, plot synopsis potentially that's kind of floating on the wind says that the film will focus on a family who moves back home to a small town while there they begin to learn more about who they are and the secrets of the town itself that's from we got this covered Um, and we also got a little teaser trailer this week for this film um, out of nowhere did we really I've completely missed that yeah why didn't we watch this (laughs) yeah what the fuck (laughs) have you you seen it George no fuck what the hell? I just, uh, this well, the so, no, it's it's basically just it's it's a big old barn uh, at night in in um a small town. You just see some someone working on a car in there as like you know little flashes of electricity, and it just goes in. You hear the old the old score yep. from the movie, and and the the thing flip. Not not that. Not the not the song. The actual score. Oh, the score. Which is really good. Not that horrible song. Um, so it's it's quite cool and atmospheric. And then uh, the thing flips off the off the car, and you see it's the Ecto one. And that's it. Cool. Um, So there's a couple of things to dissect with this. First of all, do you guys have any interest in seeing a um, Ghostbusters film in the original continuity? Is it something that that excites you, interests you, makes you curious? Not not excites me, no, but I'm I'm definitely open to it. I I actually quite like what they did. So there is sort of a Ghostbusters 3. Um, not a lot of people have probably experienced it. It's a video game for the PS3 and I think probably all of that generation of consoles. Dan Aykroyd came back to write it. It stars all of the original actors. They actually got Bill Murray to come for it. No way. Um, yeah, it's weird. And it's a really cool plot, actually, um, that clearly Aykroyd had been thinking about for a while, about um, the kind of like stonemason origins of New York City. Um, and yeah, it's it's pretty insane. It's probably not a great game, especially not by today's standards. But um, I like what they did that. And I... I just what they've done in, in the comics in recent years and stuff, I think there really is interesting room to expand on that mythology. Yeah. I think it could be done well. George? Uh, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not that excited about this, but I'm definitely open for somebody bringing in a new interpretation of Ghostbusters. The fact that they're not going with the original cast, that gives me a little bit of um, They'll be in intrigue. there, but they're not the... Yeah. They, uh, well, we, don't, we don't know at this point. Yeah. We don't know at this point, but it sounds like a little bit Stranger Things. It's like very Stranger Things. I, I'm getting a vibe there, and, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not against that. Yeah. If this is... Uh, I'll say that if this is kind of going ahead with kids that are 10 to 12 years old, this is really going to rest on the shoulders of those kids. And child actress is always a gamble. I mean, it's, it, it can make or break a film. Um, and I feel like... Yeah, you, you go just, to the spectrum just, from it to like... Uh, what's up? Harry what's Potter. Dark Tower. Dark Tower. <laughs> Dark Tower, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. And, and it's just a flip of the coin. Like, I mean, you can, you, you can do good casting and all that, but, you know... The kid wigs out on set. Yeah. Direction, you know. direction is key. Yeah. Some people so, the kids. That, I mean, and, I, and I, I sit with you too, is that I'm, I'm open to this. This is not something that's going to make my day or anything, but if they do a good uh, Ghostbusters film, then heck, I'm on board. 
So the second part of this is that there has been a little bit of controversy, or not even controversy, it's um, someone's uh, having a bit of a, I'd say a whinge, which is Leslie Jones has gone to Twitter and slammed this um, this direction saying that it's uh, kind of fucked up that they've just uh, decided to ignore the um, the reboot that happened a couple of years ago mm. um, with the all-female cast. Um, I mean, uh, from my two cents, I, I kind of... This didn't feel, um, this felt a bit, as I said, whingy to me. Like, I mean, it just, it, it felt weird and, and almost hypocritical to say, wait, what, our reboot is getting rebooted? How dare you? I, like, I, I see a point in that, and like, I, I love her completely outspoken nature. I think that's why, why the <laughs> she's, internet she's, don't loves give her a in fuck general. Totally, of, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's great, especially to hear that coming out of Hollywood, you know, where everything's so, um, you know, spokesperson-y. Um, but uh, I, I kind of see your point in that it has been, you know, two years since the last one and they're rebooting it, rebooting it again. And that's usually something people generally do get up in arms about. But, but that this, was a this very is, controversial film. I know. This is such a That got a lot of bad situation already. For, mm. for, from, and certain sects of the community really didn't get on board with the fact that they were doing a, a female version of the Ghostbusters. I think it was really unfortunate that, you know, there's a lot of people, irrespective of the controversy around it, that just didn't enjoy this film, didn't think it was funny. Um, and not nothing to do with, um, I think the casting. Because did anyone see it? Yeah, ben, I saw it twice in the cinema. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was uh, decent. You liked Hem's dog, didn't you? He was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought it was pretty good. A standard kind of SNL sort of feel of a film, but um, a third act kind of drove <laughs> off a cliff. Sorry. Yeah, it's not for everybody. Um, you, you really need to be into that type of humor. But I thought it definitely had its strengths. I really like Paul Feig as a director. Mm. Um, and I'll. I'll Put it out there. I like all those, like all the cast members. They're like top talent. Oh, Kate McKinnon. I'd never seen her before people. that movie, and that was a revelation really? to me. She's amazing. Her on SNL is gold. Yeah, like I will she's... say, like just watching her on SNL is hilarious. But um, so and so like it's so difficult to separate the controversy around that and just the the disgusting internet trolls um, from whether that movie was actually good or bad. And, and um, but I think it's just. You know, sometimes movies don't click. They're not profitable. They get rebooted. Fucking deal with it and move on. Like, I mean, it just, it sounds kind of petty to go on Twitter and say, this is fucked up. How could they be ignoring us? It's a fucking movie. It happens all the time. Yeah, and I could get that if that this was just a random person on the internet. This is one of the stars of the movie. So I think she's perfectly allowed to be pissed off about the fact that they're just like moving on in but a whole different like direction. It'd be like if any out of the Netflix ones that are Netflix Marvel movies or uh, TV shows that got canned, one of them came out, oh, this is fucked up. Like, this is bullshit. How dare they do this to I, us? I think I mean, everyone like, would be cl- applauding them for that. I don't, I don't Charlie know. Cox like, kind of said out, came out and said he was really pissed about all the people losing their jobs and all the hard work they put into the show and everything. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's, that, yeah, would, that, that would be well, really different. frustrating. That is different. Like he's specifically <laughs> okay. saying. That okay, he's, okay, we don't need to get into. I this. mean, like. Um. Anyway, uh, are you guys big fans of Ghostbusters in general? I really like the first one, yeah. but uh, I'm not a fan of much else. Uh, I did watch the cartoon a lot when I was a kid, and um, I yeah, really I that. dug that. The real yeah. Ghostbusters or extreme Ghostbusters? Sorry Ooh, to get technical. Oh no. shit! Apparently, we weren't fans. <laughs> I thought I was My the bad. master of this domain. I'll <laughs> have, I'll have I, you know that I, I haven't watched either. So. <laughs> Fuck you! Um, I actually best. watched it. And I don't know the name of the so, show. Did, sorry, did it have the it characters was, from the movies or new characters? Yes, the, the characters from the movies. Okay, and like it was the same Dan production Aykroyd as com- had blonde hair for some reason. It, it had. This, it was the same cartoon production company that did uh, the Men in Black series. I feel. 
I feel like oh, the they same were vibe. Same, very similar vibe. Yeah. And I think you might so, be talking about Extreme Ghostbusters. Ben, just can I just mention this? You are the best worst nerd I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. You know, all I'm about Wikipedia comics without nerd. having actually read comics. Yeah, totally. He's a cool nerd. He's, nerd he's nerds are in now. Well, let's not I'm a nerd poser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, which one's this one? That's Exo the Force? real Ghostbusters. That's no, the original no, no, no. cartoon. Yeah, see, um, that's based on the original movie. No, I, I watched uh, Extreme, Extreme Ghostbusters. Yeah, Extreme. which did have a similar vibe to the, that Men in Black cartoon. Um, and yeah, that was that was kind of a cool thing. I like in the the comics now. What's cool is they've spun out this entire multiverse of of Ghostbusters stuff. They've got the original Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters, the Extreme Ghostbusters, and the 2016 female Ghostbusters all kind of coexisting and crossing over, which is really cool. And they actually had. Um, this is my wheelhouse. They actually had a crossover with the Ninja Turtles as well because it's the same comics company. I think I remember the moment. That. Um, and that that was pretty that was pretty decent. Um, but yeah, I I I actually the the second movie Adelaide Productions, motherfuckers. Nice, same person, nicely done. Same so. kind of com- company. Good catch. Yeah, there you Man, go. they have a good vibe. Those shows. Yeah, love um, it. Love it. So I always remember that. Like it was that. It was Men in Black. Um, and for some reason, I, I lumped Jackie Chan. Um, oh yeah, that was Jack and Chan yeah. in there. I'd say well. that's the same thing as well, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah it could Chan be adventures. like that. Just those are Spider Man, also the TV series. Did you, did you guys get on that? The nineties one. Spider, Spider, Spider. <laughs> You've done this so many times. I want to see a supercut of you doing yeah, Spider, Spider, yeah, Spider. Yeah, yeah. I do. Oh, I do remember that that TV show, but I wouldn't lump it in with those. I had the misfortune of unfortunately watching more Spider Man Unlimited. Do you remember that one? Um, I think my little brother watched that. Where, and I was like, oh, lame. <laughs> yeah, where, where he ends up on the anti-earth on the other side of the sun, uh, like, and it's and, all and animal his, people. Uh, and he's got like a little web no. cape. It's very strange. Wow. Look up the That's trailer. Right. Let's look up the trailer way. after this show. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, there's a new Ghostbusters movie. What are we talking about Ghostbusters? <laughs> um, also, just I, did, I didn't mention Jason Reitman is, of course, the son of Ivan Reitman, the director of the first two films. Um, which is of note. He, Legacy. He directed Thank You for Smoking. Um, I love Thank You for Smoking. Up in the Air. You like great oh, love. films. I don't like his other ones. That Most of his other recently. stuff sucks, but I haven't but watched Up in the I Air is any a bona fide classic in my opinion. Absolutely. I really yeah. dig that movie. So so a really interesting director and very, very different from what you would expect to be signed on okay. to something yeah. like that. Yeah, Jason Reitman, yeah. I sure. liked his quote where he talked about it. he felt like he was the first Ghostbusters fan mm. like going onto the set and like seeing that That's shit. That's pretty cool. like, that's pretty cool. And he was he was in the movie as well. It's damn good. Um, as a boy. All right, next up, um, Tony Award winning M. Butterfly playwright David Henry Huang has been set by Disney to write uh, Hunchback, a live-action musical adaptation of the original Victor Hugo novel. Um, Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz will write the music, and Josh Gad is producing and potentially starring as the old Hunchback himself. So the Disney live-action freight uh... train continues on. I think what we said, what we said recently, that uh, I, I've sort of, I don't know, it makes a lot of sense to me. Is Dumbo, Dumbo to reboot that and repackage that? That was like 1940s. There's a solid, solid justification behind that in my mind. I think if you're doing anything 90s, even 80s, it becomes a bit of a stretch for me. And this is the issue where I, I what I have, and it, a lot of it comes with the fact that I grew up on these films. Not to not to shut you down. Just they did specifically word this to say it's an adaptation of the original novel. Okay. Not necessarily that film. Sure. But, but this, it that is, was the same, same justification the same, for the, a It's the same book. people who wrote the the music, right? Same. Yeah. Same. Okay. Alan Menken definitely. That was the same justification towards. they gave with Jungle Book. 
um, that it was based off the novel, not off the um, original T or the yeah. Original. And it, in all fairness, it was very different than the animated film. Yeah, um, they yeah. did take elements from it, but um, yeah, and they did actually. I will give credit where credit's due. Jungle Book did a nice job of skipping back and forth between that more realistic the 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 Kipling novel interpretation mm. versus you know ban- getting bare necessities in and all those tropes that you want to mm. those things that everyone wants to see. But yeah, that that's my issue here. Maybe we can get a dark kind of fucked up telling of Cosimodo and all this stuff. Uh, Not with listen, Josh Gad, but I love what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, if if there was the, if you know if there was M A R rated, you know, really brutal <laughs> yeah. Disney produced hardcore <laughs> penetration. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that these there. There's know, an, inter- these, there's like, an like, interesting that's, story. That's Disney's shtick, which is going and finding a lot of these these stories are relatively dark stories um and you know putting it a little bit a little flair and you know color and and suddenly it's a nice little kids film um but the original stories aren't it's aren't all well, fluffy like that so i mean I, there is some legitimacy in going and finding the source material and bringing something forward on that i think this is probably the most interesting um adaptation that i have come across out of this whole disney to live action charade thing um, was it quickly because this is important have you guys seen the animated one from the 90s yes many yes. times it yeah. gets a fair bit of flack yeah well yeah it's also one of the less seen ones from that period yeah. hugely I, I didn't see it until I was an adult I think but um, and it's it's not I don't think a successful film in terms of the melding of the drama and comedy and stuff the gargoyles are a big miss for most people um, but the it is darker than I think any other animated Disney yeah. film and the music is um if not up there, then the best they have produced for any of their films. Hellfire, um, sung, sung by Tony Jay, where yeah. the villain is kind of singing about his motivations, is mind-blowingly amazing, I I've, think. I, I've I'm never quite right understood people's criticism of Disney films. It's, maybe it's just because of you know, What are the main nostalgia? criticisms of that well, film? I mean, I was, so I rewatched, or I tried to rewatch. Um, I, I bought on iTunes um, uh, Robin Hood. Um, but the, the, the aspect ratio got all fucked up. It was weird. Okay. Um, I don't know what iTunes does to its old films like that, but they fucked it up something fierce. Anyways, I was looking at reviews of, um, Robin Hood and it, it has got like a 40% in Rotten Tomatoes or something. Yeah, like, that's not a favorite, that one. How many reviews a, though? That was made in the seventies. A lot that of people. That would be a, there's some like weird archive stuff. Oh, um, I have no idea to be honest, but like the, the, I kind of, after I saw that, I kind of scoured the internet and it is, it is unliked by a lot of people. And Mm. I don't know, like that, I just, the idea of, of kind of taking those films and being overly critical with them just blows my mind. Um, you know, it's just, and again, maybe that's just where I'm coming from as, as being, those are like classics of my childhood. You don't touch those, that shit. Um, but yeah, it's 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 very weird. What's the main criticism of the Hunchback of Notre Dame, the '90s one? Because I haven't watched that probably, God, maybe even twenty twenty five years. I cannot recommend checking it out enough. Um, like I said, I saw it for the first time as an adult, mm. and it I could not believe. Like the beginning has Quasimodo's mother having a fucking brain stashed out on some steps as she's being chased chased by you know Judge Claude Frollo on horseback. It is so dark and so amazing. Um, I, I, it, it, it really is a tonal thing, I think, because it has like, uh, Jason Alexander, George Costanza playing a gargoyle in it, like, and in the middle of really dramatic scenes, he's like goofing around and doing silly shit. They were trying to recapture that genie thing from Aladdin. Um, so it, it just doesn't fit together entirely well, but, um, the parts that work are among the best stuff they've ever produced. Yeah. I, I really love that movie, Mm. that VHS man, that got (laughs) well through the ringer. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, as I said, probably the most you convinced me. It is, it is it is probably the most interesting with that source material, and 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 it's an interesting thought to think. You know, originally the the executives were thinking, what what other stories can we tell? And this was a story they thought they could take and give it that Disney yeah. charm. It's interesting to think about it in that way. They're going to so, have to be careful though, following all this Aladdin casting controversy stuff, because this movie deals, you know, a lot with yes. the Romani people, and that's mm. become a huge talking point in recent years as well. Yep. Um, the the 90s movie definitely doesn't pass any kind of tests in that field. Um, hmm. Onwards. Onwards. Do, sorry, do we have a release date for this? No, it's no. just early days. Yeah. Cool. It's cool. Probably be out next year with 2020, six other ones. 2022. I'll put a stake in on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <Yeah>? Done. 2022? <laughs> oh, Fuck, here I we go. Boom. Where's the, where's the list? Fuck. Yeah, you, you have to add it to the list. Um, I'm adding it now. All right. Next up. Steak dinner. Um, and take this one with a grain of salt. This is just um, word on the wind. But New Mutants from Fox has reportedly been delayed again with a possible Hulu release. Um, this was originally scheduled to be released April 13th, 2018, and is now on August 2nd, 2019. That's and that's wild. not even including the delay we may be talking about here. This is reportedly due to extensive reshoots with some claims that up to half the movie could be reshot. Uh, during additional photography. How bad could... I mean, at what point is a movie so bad, um, but also salvageable enough that you you spend the money to reshoot half the film? I think the... Like, how far down are you in terms of money? I I question whether it's bad, or is it, hey, the executives think... We need to adjust the tonality of this in in this way, shape, or form. But I feel like executives are more worried about budget and movie, and like that is not a small move just for a tonal shift. Uh, well, Scott Bechtel um, from Merck with the podcast, who is where this information is coming from, has called this a dead on arrival film. So that doesn't really bode well for what it is. Apparently, the director Josh Boone he says they're they're just struggling to put together like an, an actual movie out of what they've shot. Damn, yeah. Which that's um, such a bummer because that that trailer. I love the trailer. Is so cool, and I, I even the font, man. The something about the font. I was like, this is an X Men movie. Like, what is going on? I am yeah. amped for this. So to hear that this is the case, you know, if I've built this up too much in my mind. Yeah, you know, George, you let yourself down again, bro. Fucked up, George. Fucked up, man. You ruined the New Mutants. God damn. Uh, Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer. And that's also one of the biggest delays in history, like of a major film like this. Like that's a major film that like had a release date. Yeah, and trailers and everything. But this movie for me now, after hearing this news, um, you know, you got to take with a grain of salt, and we'll probably end up going to see it. But uh, part of me just says, (laughs) part of me just says. That's it. Don't worry about that one. Yep. That ship has sailed. And if it's good, it turns out being good. But I'm not I'm not getting myself yeah. excited. Well, if I hadn't written anymore. this story today, I would have been I would have interjected and said, Wait, are you sure you're not talking about Dark Phoenix? Because <laughs> well, that, that movie sense, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised that if they just shelved it, because it looks so bad. Um, whereas this looked really cool. Um, and I would be happy for them to just shuffle that one yeah. along. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, cool. what time is it? It's trailer time. Trailer time. Hey, Bringing it back. You told me. You, you <laughs> that was a different a one. Was a, there was a bit more of a variation no, no, in the pitch. Vibrato doesn't mean different. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. First on our list, uh, the big one that came out like the day after we recorded last week. An hour after. Keeps <laughs> happening. It's fucking annoying as shit. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home, um, both the domestic and the international trailer. And that was Slight difference. Decently different. Um, 
So, I mean, this is kind of big. The, I mean, first and foremost, there's a lot of people that are really pissed um, because they're like, "What you sh you showed Spider Man? He's meant to be dead because we saw Avengers and he was dead and all that kind of stuff." Can I just mention to those people that they should fuck off? Um, I wish they released this trailer and it's as it is, but they've just taken Spider Man. Spider Man out, out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "What did you like? You knew that it was going to be released. What the fuck did you think?" Nice I mean, to like, finally meet you, Spider-Man. There's yeah. no one there. <laughs> or someone Some else. Sand. Oh, yeah, he, he coming, shaking. Yeah, fuck. Spoilers. Um, yeah, no, it's just that, that I, I figured that that was a bit silly to get upset about that. Mm. Like, I mean, obviously. Oh, totally. I, yeah, obviously. I, I hate that mindset of like, there's just, we, there's no stakes if we know they're coming back. It's like, it's not about that. Come on. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, a lot of them are coming back because they've had movies um, slated and they have been since that happened. So, I mean, mm. it's, I, mean, it's just I will say, though, I will uh -oh. say <laughs> it'll be interesting once we're wrapped up with 2019 how the MCU will play out because I remain concerned about uh, Captain Marvel. It is in March and then Infinity War comes out in April. I wonder if that's too close together. At least Black Panther was in February, you know. It and is, then, it and is then we'll see what close. happens with Far From Home. I will say I really enjoyed both of these trailers. Didn't love them. Didn't oh. love them. Jake Gyllenhaal steals the show, uh, but For they're sure, holding yeah. back a lot. It seems like it's very much, it was very plot based. It was very much about him going to, you know, he didn't get a lot of moments. Yeah. And that's what I loved about Homecoming was the moments, the character interactions. You didn't get heaps of that in this. Well, and what, one of the things that I really liked about um, Homecoming was the, um, the idea that it, it was very much the neighborhood Spider-Man. It was this kind of small set. It's New York. I mean, like your biggest kind of travel or, you know, big set was him bringing down a plane onto the beach. Like that, that to me felt like a, a, a breath of fresh air from, from the overall MCU, which has steadily increased in its scale and, and you know, not complaining, but it's nice to have a bit of um, kind of back and forth. This one seems to have done away with the whole friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and is now kind of entering that realm of larger and bigger and more fantastic and that. And I wonder how much that will affect the overall um, story. Yeah, I get that they've done, you know, Spider-Man hanging out in Manhattan six times now, but it still feels weird. <laughs> him so, being yeah. away. I'm like, that's Spider-Man, man. <laughs> like, that that's what that character is. And I mean, yeah, yeah I, I agree. So it'll be... Um, I'm not against know. that though. I'm not. I'm not um, against it, but it still feels. It, good. Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm not saying it'll be bad. I'm just saying it's interesting, and and I'm curious to see how much it will affect my viewing experience. Mm. But irrespective of that, super keen um, on Mysterio. I don't. I don't oh, know. I, I haven't yeah. been ex this excited for a, a particular character in the MCU yeah. for a while, and it's not one that I expected to be excited about. But Jake Gyllenhaal in this, and Agreed. just the look, the design, love that design uh, oh. of the character. I am so. How the fuck did they pull off a, a fishbowl head? But it looks. Yeah, he's actually sick. got it. He's yeah. actually got I'm, it. We saw him on set. Bowl, people. Yeah, we saw him on set without it, and a lot of people were kind of thinking. Oh, I guess there was a lot of people talking it. about that, saying no but, bowl. Yeah, I guess in retrospect, of course, it's going to be CGI. What the fuck? Yeah, of course. What were we thinking? Um, <laughs> They're actually just going to put a bowl. On <laughs> <laughs> he's drowning. Jake Gyllenhaal he's dies drowning. on set. <laughs> um, all right now, fill it with smoke. <laughs> you didn't put air holes in it, goddammit. <laughs> he tucks his no, cape he in. Oh. fucking steals the show in this. Even just the little details. Like we watched both the domestic and international and his sequence was the same, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the way just he comes out of the smoke, he just pops out and he's just got this look and then 
the armor is steampunky and got a really cool rectangular boxy design to it. Genuinely, Thor combined with, um, well, I guess Iron Man, but more accurately, Doctor Strange. Mm. Like, it's just the amalgamation of those characters into something that looks really fucking sick. I am totally on board with this. Now, if you'll let me get my uh, my wiki nerd on again... Um, for those who don't know, Mysterio or Quentin Beck is a disgraced special effects artist from Hollywood um, who's taken to a life of crime using uh, visual effects and, yeah. and stuff to to make himself look like an all-powerful being. Um, this this trailer, as you said, George, doesn't contain a huge thrust of what's going on here because this, is, I think, is going to be another really twisty film, especially dealing with his character. Um the, the way the movie presents it is Mysterio is uh, a force for good. He's a hero fighting whatever is, else is going on in this. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot more to this character in the film. What? Mm. What? Wasn't there something released about... They, they are going... They, they have... They released and they've confirmed that they're going with the special effects artist thing, I believe. Mm. They're still going with that angle. 100%. I, uh, I, I don't know. I haven't seen what you're talking about, but I definitely that's the main hook of the character. Yeah, but you could imagine they would do away with that and he's maybe, you know, I could imagine it does, well, I mean, that's it genuinely a tough looks one to get in right. The, in the trailer, it does look as though he is um, you know, genuinely powerful, but mm. it would make sense because there is a lot of design taking from Thor and Iron Man and uh, Doctor Strange. I mean, even the green um, shapes and that. Like, I can definitely him. Sorry, I can definitely see him taking elements of things that have already happened mm-hmm. and using that in a special effects to create this ultimate hero. Yeah, because um, Homecoming was all about borrowed and stolen technology. So yeah, I'm sure. They so he's manifesting those elementals. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm um, so into that. Man. The only the only thing I don't quite understand is that those beings genuinely have an impact on Spider-Man. Like they've obviously splashed him or whatever they do. Yeah. So how, so. what is the extent of Mysterio's power, Benny? Um, <laughs> in, in the, in the comics, generally he is just, it's just special effects. It's all illusions, holograms okay. and bullshit. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting to see what they're going to do here. Um, it looks like he might be in league potentially with some other characters. The, a lot of, um, like license plates and numbers on boats and stuff reference issues of the comic. Um, some certain ones being, I think, the first appearance of Molten Man and the first appearance of Hydro Man, who obviously could be characters that we've seen in this trailer as well. Yeah. Um, characters that we have not seen in a Spider-Man movie before. So Cool. Um, yeah. Overall, cool everyone stuff. pretty keen? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That, that line at the end of the, the domestic trailer is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. We all got a chuckle. <laughs> yeah. um, onwards. Uh, John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Um, released a trailer this week. This is the first real look at this. Um, I'm I'm always on board for a John Wick film. Um, I mean, the first one was so um, it was kind of like taken, like it just you'd ne- you'd never have expected it. But you know, it's kind of revolutionary in terms of action movies, mm. um, and is it was a surprise, kind of like a cult pop meme now. Meme now. Mm. Um, I just can't speak today. A meme. A meme. <laughs> Fuck I love up. a good name. Um, but uh, yeah, this I, I, this kind of seems to take um, the whole world building and 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 ramp it up once again. Um, ben, I can feel your eyes roll into the back of your head with world building. But um, it, I mean, that was one of the greatest things about John Wick, the original one, was that you felt like you were in this really expansive universe that had depth and mystery and all that kind of jazz. Mm, it um, just kept expanding very naturalistically. Yeah. I think, you know, you know what? I I didn't love John Wick two, 
Uh, I Neither had a, did I. I uh, Me either. But I think the general opinion, though, is that people fucking froth it. But I, I, yeah. I'm uh, this trailer. We watched this trailer, um, and I was like, I'm pumped to go yeah. back to the John Wick mm. universe, man. And having said that, I'm I don't pumped. hate number two. It's just kind no. of one of those like, oh, that was a sequel. I'm very, they, very keen to say they it again. Trod, they, they trod. They, they went down a lot of similar um, plot points that they did in the first one. Not as good, and you had already seen it. So a lot of John Wick two to me, especially in the front half, maybe the first third. They're like, okay, we're going through the motions again. So this is a John Wick film. I hope they kind of mix it up with this one. But yeah. seriously, him on the bike with the samurai sword. I'm like, fuck, I love Keanu Reeves. It's so contrived and it's so bizarre, but I'm fucking yeah. in with it. I'm like, yes. And I just, I love Keanu Reeves. Like this meme came up on my Facebook the, the other, like earlier this week. And it was, um, you know, Keanu Reeves talking about like how, how he loves being alone. And he's like, I just like going clothes shopping <laughs> by myself and I'm comfortable with myself. And I was like, fuck, man, I love this guy. Like, Every, like, that's he's how genuinely, <laughs> he's the best little onion of a man. Like you just yeah. peel a little layer and you're like, oh, this is great. Let's go another one. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Let's do another one. Yeah. There's a great little video online of him like standing up for someone on a train. Yes. But really? either he's the nicest guy in Hollywood or he's got the best fucking PR guy <laughs> out there. Wouldn't that be devastating? There's a couple of guys um, and women that if you found out that they were dickheads, you'd just be crushed. Be brutal. And Keanu well, we did a lot of that last year, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Although a lot of them were kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Louis, Louis <laughs> yeah. CK yeah. is like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, what was, what was the biggest one that Spacey. kind of- Really? Spacey, Spacey or Weinstein. Spacey did. Oh yeah, Weinstein really shocked us all. That was 2016. No, I mean like who who was like really a fall from Tom prison. Hanks was a real kick to the guts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tom Hanks, Mark Hamill, um, yeah, Morgan Freeman actually some shit some shit. Yeah, we, yeah. Didn't, we didn't talk about that one. Mm. That, one that one where that one I was, was like. That one was Let's one see of those how this ones, plays out. Yeah, Let's see that how was one of those out. ones where it just felt a little bit on the line. But if, and I was if like, Morgan oh, Freeman fucks to- up Shawshank for me. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> um, all right. Well, moving on. Um, Shazam. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that there was like this. Got the exclamation like mark on there. You got to say it that way. Under, um, under hyped film. I feel like really? it's just, I feel like most of the DC films have been getting a lot of hype and this one just seems to be kind of flying under the radar a little bit. Um, maybe that's just cause I'm hanging out in the wrong circles. Um, listening to the wrong hanging podcasts. out with your Marvel fanboys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but every time I see something on this and every time I see a trailer on this, I'm just, I, I'm reminded that Shazam is coming out and I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I, I love this trailer yeah, as much too. or more than the previous ones. I, 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 I honestly, I am so pumped for this. I cannot wait for Shazam. The comedic timing in this is fantastic. Yeah. It really, looks like they know what they're doing mm. and they've got a good script under their belt. So yeah. can I provide a, I suppose, a counterpoint? Um, it's my job here to be the contrarian <laughs> and uh, the devil's advocate here. Um, what if this movie is just quippy one-liners about how he's a kid in an adult's body? Well, which I, they seem to have nailed so far. Like, that's great. But if that's just that this, this was that's a all the show is- trailer. Like, I think it might have even been a TV second. one. But yeah, but yeah w- I was literally just about to say, I actually really like this trailer more so than the previous ones in terms of what it showed. Like the comedy all worked fantastically, but I like the non-comedy stuff as well. There's that shot right at the beginning where he leaps off a building and you know yells Shazam and turns into Shazam and so it cool. flies off. I'm like, that looks fucking wicked. Um, it's very dynamic. Yeah. It has some really cool angles in this. 
Uh, I have so much confidence in this. I really hope it delivers because I am getting way too excited. <laughs> Great director. I, I, am, I am just on a DC like- They're I, killing it, man. They're on top of the world. <laughs> let's fucking go. Oh, George, don't do it, man. You don't got do me, it. You got me right now. No, but in all fairness, David F. Sandberg- um, Really solid director, great with kids. Um, yeah. And, yeah, this, this does look funny itself. And to answer your question, if this is just the quips and the funny stuff, I'll probably still like it because, like I just said earlier, I enjoyed the new Ghostbusters and that was just, like, really stupid comedy most, <laughs> for most of it. And the other stuff in it did not work. Yep. Cool. Uh, number four is High Life. I said this was... Uh... <laughs> This is like Interstellar in a garage. It's oh. like a Chris Nolan if it was his first feature, and you know he had like fifteen hundred bucks. Well, that um, and if he <laughs> if he was going for I don't know what's an indie Oscar, mm. fucking Sundance or something. I don't know. It looks like it, this. This feels to me like one of those films. It's like guess how arty we can be. You know what? I actually, as, as much as I'm kind of shitting on, uh, you know, I actually I'm quite interested to see this film. Um, I love like, fucking like. A24. Yeah, uh, yeah, and low, just kind of lo-fi sci-fi, yeah, you know. Like love it. I think... Um, I, movies I about ideas, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just... These kind of movies uh, worry me with the pacing. It'll be um, a slow movie. Yeah. It'll be a slow burn. There don't seem to be a lot of environmental changes, so you're yeah. in this contained environment for a lot of it. So yeah. hopefully there seems to be a lot of characters yeah. in here, a lot of weird shit going on. I think there's going to be a lot of twists and turns. Mm. I'd be in – I'm interested. Looks yeah. looks in me. any number of ways like uh, you know your Sunshines or your Solarises, both of which I love, so – it looks like that, but even it does, a stage I mean, down in terms mm. of like uh, budget, you know, well, this budget, looks like. And again, I think that this five, just looks grand. like. Uh, Not including the me, stars. This looks like the laborious end of pacing, um, which is going to be. It's going to be really heavy, kind of. You know, it's going to be very kind of that artsy type of slow. I think it'll almost have like a fly on the wall style. Like there was some shots with Robert Pattinson yeah. playing with his kid. And I can imagine, you know, sitting there for, you know, 45 seconds to a minute, kind of just soaking in um, this it's kid's gonna existence. It's going to be very visual and just, yeah. you know, like interpret this scene that goes on for a minute. And I'm just I'm, not about I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm keen for this. Okay. I'm keen for this. Which is fair. Yeah. It is from a French director. So could be, mm. could be incredibly arty. Mm. <laughs> um, last Kill Last star, one, which is, star. I think, the exact opposite of that, uh, which is I, the man who killed. Hi- Sorry, you might be surprised. Carry oh on. yeah, the man who killed Hitler, and then the Bigfoot. Um, I watched this trailer earlier this week. I fucking love it. I love the idea. I love the randomness of it. I love the just balls to the wall weirdness. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I really enjoyed this trailer. It kind of reminds me of um, Baba Hotep in a way. I don't know if you guys oh, have seen yeah. seen that movie. The Elvis. It's about it's like Elvis versus the Mummy. I it's watched a very that strange movie. So you long should check ago. it out. Yeah, it's yeah. Fun. for real. Okay. Um, do you know? I oh, fuck. I got weird vibes of um, uh, Quentin Tarantino's when they kill Hitler. Fuck. Inglorious Bastards. Glorious Bastards, thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think probably because I killed Hitler. Well, yeah, that's probably the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we walked right into that one. Yeah. Um, so I've been hearing about this movie a lot last year as it was doing the festival circuits. Um, it sounds really interesting. And from what I hear, it's very much not what it sounds like. Like yeah. with a title like that, obviously you're expecting a laughing certain in kind of trailer. Film. Yeah, I don't think that's what this movie's going for at all. Um, I think it's a much more contemplative film. 
And but I, they're playing with uh, they they're doing it in a meta way in yeah. that when I see that title. I'm thinking like almost neo Nazi. I'm even thinking like zombie Nazi kind of directed DVD 2000 released in 2007 yeah, kind of film. But I, you know, I also so like- they're pro- if they're making it more um, introspective and they're adding a lot more depth to it in terms of characterization and not just a fun schlocky film. That sounds like an interesting thing. And you could tell there was a level of sophistication in this trailer that got me interested. I was laughing, but to hear that, that piques my interest even more. And then yeah. I'll say that even if it is more contemplative and less kind of wacky and all that, I, I still, I'll, I'll kind of compare it to High Life, which we just talked about, in that this seems to have enough kind of um, set change and movement and things to keep, you know, the audience interested that the pacing won't feel quite so laborious. Um, and Sam Elliott is a great get. It's good to see him in a starring role. Yeah, I really like Sam Elliott. Hmm. We talked about thank you for smoking earlier. He's great in that. Mm. He's in. He's in at least one Ghost Rider film. <laughs> oh, he is, isn't he? Like, he's the he's highlight on that, his career. <laughs> he, he plays a, a very kind of particular character in all his Mustachioed. Mustachioed dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. It's not far off. Anyways, that's our trailers of the week. Shall we go for the question of the week? Let's do it. So oh. I proposed this earlier in the episode. I said, think of your uh, favorite antagonist. And, and I left it open to any film. Um, I'm happy to go first to at least give George a little bit I of had, time to I had something. This is oh, be, and it's gone. This is going to be a weird one because this is just, and I don't know why, I could not explain this to save my life, but this just jumped into my head, um, which was Long John Silver out of Muppets Treasure Island. Very strange. I could not tell you why. Um, and I like that popped into my head. I thought about it for two seconds. I was like, no, that's silly. I'm going to go on and find a better antagonist because uh, I've got the entirety of movies to, to think about it. And I was like, no, fuck it. That mm. that, that jumped in my head first. I'm going to stick with it. Um, I don't know. I think part of it's nostalgia. You know, I absolutely love that movie from my childhood. But having said that, I watched it um, uh, last year. Um, so, you know, four months ago, three months ago. Um, and I was blown away with how much I like enjoyed that film, not just out of nostalgia, but that it's just a genuinely good film. Um, and Tim Curry in it is, um, spectacular. Like, I mean, he's born to pay, play, you know, villains and antagonists. And I think that and Nigel did, Thornberry, <laughs> <laughs> and I think he did an absolutely spectacular job in this, um, just making a character that, that seems so kind of. Uh, you know, that kind of heart of gold, but a villain type uh, character. Nice. Yeah, he, no, I was, he is still legitimately who I I picture as Long John Silver. Oh, I couldn't is, I couldn't tell you anyone else. I, I don't think what Robert Louis Stevenson was thinking when he wrote it, but <laughs> probably not. Still, no, yeah. um, but I'm I'm can, happy to have that come to mind when I when I think about antagonists. Professor Frankenfurter, yeah, <laughs> from Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Go for a penny. Okay. Um, I'll, George I'll, is panicking. No, seriously. <laughs> I had somebody, I remembered it, and I've just forgotten it again. Okay. Um, so mine, I'm going to go for the obvious choice here. Um, a very popular choice, which is the MCU's Loki. Um, I, could, I who, could have bet an, an enormous amount of money that that was going to be your... Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't going to, but um, I figure, why the hell not? I, ever since that first thor movie the first the first of the three times i saw that first thor movie in the cinema um i was just 
completely magnetized to his his performance. Yeah. That's that's why I liked that movie because I've gone back and watched it recently. I'm like, man, there's not really anything good about this movie except for him. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just watching him in that and uh, and Thor two, those two movies in particular, um, I just think he's amazing and just so so um, so interesting and, and tragic and and charming. And just beautiful. <laughs> so I was, um, I was gonna. Um, and a dick. Oh, yeah. That's great. I was going to before this not <laughs> let you choose Loki. Anti-hero. I was gonna put in a little. Yeah, I was gonna say something dumb like that. Um, I was gonna say like, wish you did. He's not, <laughs> I said antagonist. <laughs> Strictly speaking, antagonist, and he's the antagonist for like the first one, but not really for. Um, but I thought I'd let you have it anyways. It's it's a good it's good enough. He's feeling charitable today. Yeah. Thank you. God. Thank, Thank you, Connor. I, that is okay, my child. I was about to say that you're my favorite antagonist, but then you just did something so so charitable and wonderful. <laughs> I've really spun it around for you. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's a fair. That's, yeah, um, I've got two answers. Uh, one, I did think, I say your two best ones? Wow, two favorite? Fuck, George. I think I think you did, sir. <laughs> so. um, uh, I wanted to just chuck this in here because it's a weird one. It's kind of doesn't make any sense, but Darth Maul, I feel like his aesthetic really embodies oh, an antagonist. That's and I fair. Think He's iconic built, for anyone, Eric. Yeah. He built everyone, that trailer, they built up Darth Maul to be this badass motherfucker. Mm. There were, um, you know, years where I, I'm sure the number one Halloween costume yeah, in the country no would have been Darth Maul. I thought he was just so cool when I was a kid. Yeah. And that lightsaber battle goes down as one of the best of all time. You know, a yeah. lot of people say too much twirly twirly, but um, lightsaber, but it's, uh, it's <laughs> fucking it. awesome. Flippy, yeah, flippy, flippy, it. awesome. Doing flips and shit. Uh, so I had to chuck him in there. But my second choice is maybe even weirder. Oh, boy. Is um, Face Off. <laughs> John Woo's Face Off. <laughs> because... There's nah, a, fuck you. That's, this um, podcast is done. Um, Which one's the antagonist? Yeah, I'm just trying to remember now. <laughs> I've asked so it on the pod John, before because I can never get it straight. It's John Travolta for most for the best. His, so it's his face is the bad guy. So Nick Cage is the bad guy. <laughs> don't, don't confuse me. Don't confuse him. All I know is that he sleeps with um, the dude's wife, and it's just like he, like John Travolta is just like. He's just nasty in it, you know? He's just real nasty. So, no, no. So, Nick Cage starts as the bad guy. And then he turns it to John Travolta. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's what I said, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I guess so confusing with that movie. There's literally one swap, but it's so confusing <laughs> no, for no, whatever no, no. reason. Um, but, yeah. I've That's got, your number one antagonist? I just think, like, them. Two for it, one. <laughs> when, you talk, when you talk antagonist, is like how they interact with the, the hero. Mm, and um, that's such a personal and relationship. And that's so personal. Um, it's super cheesy 90s, of course, but... Caster Troy and Sean Archer. Yeah, it's so cool, man. I have mm. a real soft spot for that movie. Anyway, cool. that was a bit of fun. Always, bit. always is, George. <laughs> you know, just a little bit. It's a touch. All I need is a little bit. And go check out our glass review. We're going to get into spoilers. I am pumped for that. We'll be back next week with our Titans review and the weekly show. It's going to be great. See you later, Connor. Bye. See you later, Benny. Bye. <laughs> See you later, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I just started it. I had to do it.
So, eh? question of the week. Top three. As we say it all the time, though. It's just um, Daredevil fine. and Jessica Jones. Um, what about... And Punisher. Ah, oh, you bastard. Yeah, bastard. Fucking bastard. Favorite antagonist. I need to think about that, though, because I want to come up with something good there, not fucking Bane versus Batman and the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> not do that. <laughs> well, you have the entire episode Bane. to think about it. You can't think and talk. Can I go Bane? Yeah, fuck, bro. You first thing that comes to mind. I'm, I, like, I'm, I'm going with what first came to my mind, but it's, it, it, it's a weird one. Ooh. Favorite. Ooh. Favorite. I can go for memorable as well, you know. Take it however you want. Mine's going to be weird, man. I, like, mine's just whatever came into my head when I said antagonist. All right. I guarantee you it's it's not what you'd expect. A checkity check. <laughs> hey, but it went away. We're winning so hard. This is the post credit scene Anchor. of the episode, by the way. I've been recording this whole time. I've been recording this whole time. I sound like that crazy cat lady from um, <laughs> That's your fucking domain, bro. That's where I live. It's your domain of expertise. Let's get this shit rolling, man. Let's go. 